The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are yous? Hope you're all keeping very well. It is absolutely freezing here. Like I had to crunch my way through the snow and stuff, all that really crappy white stuff to get home. And, oh, just horrible. It's been really cold here in Northern Ireland this past few weeks, actually. But it's really particularly cold now this past few days. And, yeah, just cold in general. I've been... Where I normally record my podcast, I've had to bring in an extra heater. So, like, here it is here, look. Yeah, so I'm doing visual things on a podcast. But I'm kicking the heater that I had to bring in, and because it's really cold. So I hope wherever you are, that you're managing to keep warm. I am aware that a lot of people listen to the podcast down under, so hello, everybody in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, Because, yeah, I do know you are in the middle of summer, and... Yeah, stop sending me photographs of practicing by the poolside and barbecues and such uh, because it's absolutely freezing here. You could wear three coats and still be cold, but <laughs> it's just not fair. Anyway, wherever you may be tuning into the Big Rab Show podcast, thank you so much for hitting that download button, first of all. Each and every week, we introduce new people to what we do. And we are the show for the piping folk. So if bagpipes are in it or near at all, we are the show for you. So, if you haven't yet checked out what we do, welcome. And yes, there is a large back catalogue of topics that we all rave about. And yeah, definitely worth a look. I know I am aware that a lot of people are actually behind on podcast listening. So, those who don't listen to it every week, where have you been? Yeah, are you still only catching up now? Come on, we've been doing this for weeks. (laughs) So, yeah, go and check out our back catalogue. It's all there. And hit that all-important subscribe button. So that each and every time an episode gets uploaded, you can just catch it as it happens. There you go. Grant, now, at the start of every show, we have to give a shout-out to our wonderful patrons. Yes, LoneStarPiper.com and Brandon Moreno. You guys are awesome! Yes, incredible. And not forgetting our new one, Twisted Thistle. Woo! You're equally awesome. There we go. So that's our patrons for this week. You guys are insanely awesome. Clicking that support button on our Patreon page really does help us out a great deal. Um, Especially with the 2018 season just around the corner. You know, I know this is December, but May is not that far away, so... Yeah, each and every penny that you guys donate to ourselves here on The Rab Show really does help up our quality, our quantity, and help us out with a lot of big plans that we have for next year of 2018. Hmm, that'll be in the future podcast. So, yes, do not fear. For those of you who have been asking, we will be rolling forward with more podcasts on the learning journey. Yes, that's coming. Also, we'll be uh, specialising again in the bass drumming. I know a lot of people have been asking about that, so... Do not fear, we will have more on bass drumming. In fact, we have quite a number of really, really interesting interviews coming your direction soon. So 
Yes, a lot to come on the podcast, a lot to come on our Facebook page has to be said as well with our live streaming and video clips and photos, all that stuff, just so much. If anything, I think it's getting close to the holiday time and yeah, I haven't really slowed down at all. The the rap show has just been insane this past number of weeks, so hey, we wouldn't have it any other way, would we? (laughs) Grant, now, at the start of every show as well as giving a shout out to our Patreons. We also started with Listener Mail, and this week is no different, so let's get into it. Listener Mail. Shout out, first of all, has to go to Tracy Perdue. Now, she has emailed in a number of times, so hi Tracy, how's it going? Uh, thanks for emailing in. She emailed bigrabshow at gmail.com, by the way, shameless plug for the email address. Uh, she says, Howdy Rab, I emailed in my learning journey experience, and you inquired how it has been going since I started my journey later in life. Yes, I did. I was interested in this. So, uh, she says, I don't really know how, I don't really know any difference since I didn't grow up around Pipers and band members, but so far, it's been a challenge. Yeah, I see. Yeah. And she said, I had a background in music from playing in musical, playing a musical instrument in high school and university, so the music aspect of learning hasn't been from scratch. Okay. Uh, I knew how to read music and the basics of counting. Learning the chanter and the finger aspects of bagpipe have been the biggest adjustment for me so far. Weekly instructions have been a huge help and the face-to-face instruction has been far more beneficial than any online help I have sought out. My instructor has had a huge influence on my playing and I am not sure... I would be as far along as I am now without the structured lessons he has created. I started out on the green book. Hey, the green book! Everyone's on this green book. (laughs) I started out on the green book and have been slowly progressing since January. It's an amazing journey so far. I begin to play the same week you started your podcast. Oh, wow. Hey, our one year anniversary is coming up, Tracy. (laughs) So she says it's been an awesome journey. Awesome bonus to your bagpipe journey so far. So many thanks for all you do, Tracy. That's awesome, Tracy. Thank you very much for sending that into us. And I'm glad that we've kind of accompanied your venture into the piping world. Yeah, incredible. And one thing I take from the learning journey is people who already have a musical background have had prior musical kind of tuition and be it in any instrument like piano a flute or a violin or anything it certainly seems to stand them in good stead whenever trying to pick up bagpipes however everyone always seems to notice that there's a vast difference in playing highland bagpipes than any other instrument out there Hmm. it's a bit strange it's a strange one and i guess that's why we love it so much because it's the wee oddball (laughs) it's the wee strange instrument in the musical family that everyone kind of yeah loves to hear but hey we love it and that's why we're here so thanks tracy for your email if anything please keep us updated on your learning journey um if anything give us an update from one year on i'd be really interested to hear how you went from complete beginner to one year on where are you now are you playing tunes or or doing any performances you know just keep us updated it's really interesting there you go but yes, we will be doing another podcast on the learning journey. I have received another couple of emails about it saying, can you give us an update, please? Maybe another look at the learning journey from a piper's point of view or a drummer's point of view. That's the call. We will be revisiting it again. Do not panic. 
Okay, another email in here from Chris. He says, Rab, I wanted to correct or make clearer the information I had supplied to you and your listeners regarding the women's police pipe band in his last letter. Yes, I remember this. We were talking about this in last week's podcast. And I was all sorts of confused about the women's police pipe band. But yes, he said, when I said recent November 14 post on Facebook, I referred to the month and the day. Not the month and the year. Aha, right. I'm getting myself all mixed up. So this was a post by, I think it was Whiskey and Tartan, uh, November 14th, 2017, on their Facebook page. I think that was, was it, was it Whiskey and Tartan? I can't remember now. I think that was the, the, the people who posted it. Forgive me if I'm wrong, uh, but that will be another one that I've got wrong. Uh, he says, my apologies to you and your listeners. I guess this calls for the singing of things that Chris got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go, Chris. That's for you, pal. But, hey, if anything, I probably made the mistake myself. I didn't actively go and try and hunt out the post. But it was ma- it made for really fascinating reading, to be fair, about this women's police pipe band. And, hmm, I suppose, in a way, we keep going back to the sexism podcast. You know, I keep getting emails about it. And a lot of people have a lot of differing opinions. And, if anything, it's a topic I might visit again but you always run the risk of repeating yourself, in my case anyway, because so far I haven't really had a change of opinion. I still believe that sexism doesn't believe, doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't exist in the piping world. Sure, sexual harassment and possible assault definitely does exist out there. There are bad people, I'm certainly not going to deny that, but... Uh, yeah, sexism as being a barrier for playing in the piping world. You're a woman, you can't compete. I don't think that actually really exists. But, I, I don't know. People continue to email me in their opinions. And keep them coming. I love them. BigRabShow at gmail.com He says, also, great subject last week on practice. Thanks. He says, first time I listened to the show twice. Keep up the good, no great work. Cheers, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Me delving into the world of practice, I thought would have been a bit dull and a bit boring. Um, So I took a bit of a gamble on that, you know, but I do realize that it's something all of us do in the piping and drumming world. We all have to put in a body of practice to be good at what we do. So, hey, it was interesting to look at it. And if anything, I've noticed quite a number of faults in my own practice by doing some research and yeah, if you haven't checked it out yet, go and check out last week's podcast where we talk about practice and actively thinking about how we practice. It's a very interesting field. If anything, I only just kind of scratched the surface of it, to be honest. But something that we could possibly all look at as musicians. There we go. Now, here's an email in from Big Dave. He says, Rab, the two Christmas giveaways were great. Hey! Yeah, we've been running a, a couple of giveaways on the Rab Show, and yeah, they were amazing. They were absolutely fantastic. We'll get talking about that later. He says, but what about for next year, a giveaway for non-pipers or drummers? Or maybe ex-players who don't play anymore? Do you know what, Dave? That's an amazing idea. Because all the stuff we give away were for active playing people. You know, like equipment and different things. And... Yeah, what about a giveaway for non-pipers and drummers? What about us fans? That's an awesome idea, Dave. I think I'll certainly have to try and do that for next year. Uh, He also asks, is there a way to listen again to your live show uh, if not able to listen to it on Tuesday or Saturday? 
Keep up the good work, big Dave. There you go. Cheers, Dave, for emailing in, pal. And yes, our show, live show, goes out on Fuse FM, Balamoney, Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. UK time. And yeah, it's two hours worth of bagpipe chat, music, and just all round greatness. It's the best time. We answer text messages, Facebook messages, all live on the show. So you can, if we have a guest in, you can ask them questions and such. If anything, the live show is a lot of fun. It's a severe amount of fun. I really enjoy doing it. And the whole reason we went into the podcasting world is because people people were missing the live show and didn't catch the piping news. So, yeah, a regular feature on the two-hour show is that we talk about the news stories of the day, and of the week even. And yeah, a lot of people missed it and miss a lot of announcements and opportunities and things. So, yeah... I decided to create the podcast. That was one of the ideas for people to download it and take it with them and listen when they can. So, actually missing our live show is getting harder to do because we're live on a Tuesday night, plus the show was then repeated on a Saturday. Same time, 7pm UK time. You can tune in and listen to it again. It's all recorded on the Tuesday night as we're doing it live, and it's broadcast again on the Saturday as a repeat. So, you have two opportunities to catch it, and then you've got a podcast as well. So you're not missing out on any piping news. Don't get me wrong. But you are missing out on some of the the crack and the banter. And some of the music as well. Because one of the things we haven't brought to the podcast really is music. And that is solely up to licensing. I'll hold my hands up and be completely honest. You need to have a certain license to be able to put branded music on your podcast. And that's it in a nutshell. And it costs quite a bit of money. <laughs> so if I wanted to start playing you tracks from the latest new releases, I'm kind of limited. I can play 30 seconds of a particular track and then I either have to cut it off or I have to start talking over the top of it because of various different copyright laws here in the UK. But also there's varying different copyright laws depending on where you're going to be downloading this podcast from. Be you in Australia, New Zealand, Canada, the States, wherever you may be. You could be in Europe, you could be in you know, Belgium, France, Germany. We have listeners from all over the world and every country has their own different set of copyright laws. So can get really extremely complicated and trust me it already took me this long to get the podcast up and running after three years (laughs) three years four years sorry so yeah i don't know who knows we may well bring just a basic catch-up show where we record the whole two-hour live show and bring it to you as a podcast i don't know we may well do we might not do but so far the format that we've been running with uh with me just sitting chatting to you guys has been working pretty well so i don't know if you do want or do have a particular show that you really really wanted to hear say we had a a guest in in the studio someday and you really wanted to hear their interview let me know please do email me bigrabshow at gmail.com and i will do my best to try and bring that interview here to the podcast because interviews with guests and things like that yeah that's not under copyright at all so yes we can bring that here to the podcast so again you guys won't miss out so guest on the show this past week was graham harris he was in last night with me in fact on the fuse fm ball of money and it was great to talk to him because he runs the show at the blackthorn piping society and they have a big night on tonight just as i'm talking to you guys so 
yeah, it's, sometimes it's fascinating to hear from all these people. And yeah, if you do want to hear their interviews and that, let me know. Please email me in. And yes, I will be very happy to bring you those those interviews to the podcast. Okay. Right. Time to fly on. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I am catching a bit of a cold because it's so freezing cold out there. Uh, right. Time to fly on. Pipe of news. Yes, we did announce the winner of our Drummer's Christmas Box. I've been talking about this now for quite a while. It's been a bit of a feature on the show where we've been giving away free stuff. Last week we gave away the Piper's Christmas Box and the prizes on there were just incredible. So let's go through the Drummer's Christmas Box. You could get a Stephen McWhorter percussion donated a pair of signature sticks. Stephen Crichton drumming uh, donated a pair of sticks. You can get the choice of the black active grip ones or white or just the natural ones and a Stephen Crichton drumming t-shirt. Jim Kilpatrick percussion gave away a pair of every colour of KP2 sticks. <sighs> That's awesome. Also, he gave away a Jim Kilpatrick deluxe practice pad. Incredible. Twisted Thistle, our amazing patrons, had give away a set of medalist mallets. Now, not your standard ones. The Medalist series. The custom made boys. Awesome. Ace Percussion also gave away a pair of handmade custom tenor sticks. So I've been told if you want them yellow with pink polka dots all covered in glitter, that's what you can get. So, <laughs> so they're from Ace Percussion. Awesome sticks. Uh, Proline are giving away a pair of tenor sticks and a t-shirt. ScottishDrummingLessons.com are giving away a free three-month subscription. Adante Drums were giving away an Adante practice pad, a pair of Adante PB2 sticks, a hand tile, key ring, and a polo shirt. LA Covers were giving away a snare drum or tenor drum cover of your choice, uh, of any colour, sorry. Drum Writer were giving away a free month pro subscription to their Drum Writer software. That's kind of awesome. Lone Star Piper, of course. Awesome patrons, they're giving away a hat, which are just class. I wish I had one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they were giving one away. And good friend of the show, Mr. Paul Ritchie, was giving away a copy of his yeah, com- composition album, Urban Hero, on CD. Now, they all went to one very lucky winner, Kathy Callahan. So, well done, Kathy. You won the draw, and trust me, it was completely random. I have to say thank you to everyone who donated prizes. You are all awesome. I can't thank you enough. Uh, this giveaway this year has just been incredible. And yes, with over 500 plus entries, and it's yeah, been liked and shared, and people were talking and saying, I wish I win, and I wish I could win. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. But essentially, there'd be only one winner, and it was done by random draw. So, Kathy, congratulations. Now, on a lot of previous podcasts, maybe this last two, I've been talking about this big event, Raising Money for Kids for Cancer, on the 17th of February. Yes, this is happening in the Royal Hotel in Cookstown, and I've been asked to give it another push, because the bill just gets bigger and bigger. Every time I look at this event, it's just getting even more crazy. Um, yes, I think initially the doors were to open at 8pm. <laughs> They've now changed that. The doors are now going to open at 6. They've had to bring it forward because there's just so many people. So, what is, yeah, this is just awesome. Tickets can be tickets are £10 and can be got from Gary Smith. You can contact Gary on Facebook or indeed 
You can get in touch with us here in the Big Rab Show and we can hook you up with tickets. So, if you're anywhere near uh, the Royal Hotel in Cookstown on February the 17th here in Northern Ireland, you're going to want to get to this event because tickets are a tenner and it all goes for the Children's Cancer Unit in the Royal Hospital in Belfast. So, an awesome cause, it really is. And the piping and drumming world are really showing their support in force. So, it features such acts as... Okay, Big Beth. <gasps> Stephen McWhorter, Mickey McKenna, Gareth McLees, William Glenn Holmes, Chris McNichol, Stephen Crichton, Daniel Lynn, John Scullion, John Lappin, Cameron Drummond, Ryan Couples-Mendez, Ian Burrows, Ashley McMichael, Glenn Ross, Jordan Bailey, Callum Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's a list of who's who, eh? I tell you. Now, that isn't all. We're not done. We also have the current world champion drum corps from Tully Lagan from Grade 4A. They're going to be there. We also have St. Lawrence O'Toole drum corps going to be giving us a full performance. That is awesome in itself. But also, it's possibly the cream of the crop for me. Uh, I'm kind of showing my colours as a bit of a Field Marshal fan. But there you go. Field Marshal Montgomery will be there with a mini band. Now... It's been rumoured that this could be the first opportunity we will see their new bass man in action. Yes, Mr. Robert Smith. So, we're not sure the size of the mini band, whether they'll need a bass man or not. Mm, Remains to be seen. We don't know. But I am really intrigued to see the Field Marshal Montgomery mini band in February. I think it'll be really interesting to watch. So, yes, that's happening. Plus, then, after all of this piping and drumming action, there will be music and drinks and dancing into the small hours with Ulster Scott's band, Berna. So, man, I am so all over this. In fact, I'll probably be camping outside the door, waiting for it to open at six. So, there you go. Get yourself along to that and raise some money for charity. Okay, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. I've mentioned them maybe this last two or three different podcasts now, but they've finally done it. They've released their album, Thunderstruck, that was out there on the 8th of December. Just to briefly mention, you need to get this album. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is awesome. I Yeah, on the 8th of December... Straight onto iTunes. Well, in my case, I went to Google Music and downloaded it right there and then. I couldn't wait. And but this is even ahead of me listening to a couple of tracks. Thankfully, the pipe major of the band, Alistair, he sent me through a couple of tracks to play on the live show on Fuse and listened to both of them. Thought they were both incredible. Uh, yeah, I couldn't wait for the rest of the album. So we've got fourteen tracks of live, awesome music. It's just incredible. So I can really understand why this event was voted live act of the year i can't stress enough as a piping fan you're gonna want to hear this take it from me trust me i've never steered you wrong you piping fans go and check this out the national youth pipe band of scotland these are kids and the music that these kids produce is simply incredible so Yeah, please do. Go and check it out on iTunes, Google Music and Amazon. It's only available for download. There's no hard copy available, so you're not going to get a CD in your hand. It's download only. And I've also been informed that it will not be going on Spotify. Because I am aware a lot of people have premium Spotify accounts and say, Oh, but I can't find it on Spotify. It will not be on Spotify. So it's download only. iTunes, Google Music and Amazon. Get on this. You need this. If anything, it's probably a good stocking stuffer for a Christmas present or something. You know, download it onto a wee memory stick and then 
stick it in a Christmas card and send it to someone. Awesome, awesome album. You really have to check it out. Okay, depending on when you're listening to this, of course, this may already have passed. But Winter Storm is just around the corner and they are closing their doors for entrance into their solo competitions. So, if you are listening to this and you are planning on going to Kansas City for the Winter Storm event, please do get your entry forms into them via their website, the Winter Storm website, by December the 15th. Now, depending, of course, on when you are listening to this, this may have already passed, so you may have missed the boat. But, December 15th, doors close. They apparently will not accept any late entries. So, mm -mm -mm. you've been warned. Get onto the Winter Storm website, get your entry forms in now and be in with the, the chance to compete with the best. There you go. Now, December the 16th, just the day after, the music service for Pipes and Drums are holding a Piping and Drumming Masterclass. Hosted at the Discover Ulster Scott Centre in Belfast in the Cathedral Quarter, this is kind of a big opportunity to learn piping and drumming from some of the best in the business. Now, they have released a full least list of their tutors, but apparently it's subject to change, and I have been... Yeah, the full list of all their tutors is all up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. You can go and check that out. And yes, trust me, these guys know their stuff and they will be teaching some pretty interesting classes in around tuning, uh, instrument maintenance and I think from the drummers it'll be scoring and uh, something to do with the medley integration. All this sort of really fascinating stuff, definitely worth a look. Go and check it out. It's in the Discover Ulster Scott Centre in Belfast and it's completely free. Just walk in the door. It's December 16th and that's thanks to the Music Service for Pipes and Drums. Now, the Australian Championships are happening next year, in 2018, and they're not that long away. They're going to be held at the Brisbane Boys College, Saturday the 7th of April. So, really not that far away. So, yeah, what they're asking you to do is to get along to the AustraliaChampionships.com website and get your travel arrangements organised now, they're saying, please don't leave it to the last minute. Organise your accommodation and travel arrangements to the Australian Championships so you're not left disappointed trying to struggle to find a room somewhere. So, this, these Championships, yeah, they roll around every two years. So, they're finally here. This event, as you know, if you've ever seen any of the recordings or any of the photographs or anything like that from the Australian Championships, you kind of appreciate how huge this event is. Apparently it'll attract over 30 bands and that'll be consisting over 1,200 pipers and drummers. So it's a pretty huge event. So that's going to be in the Brisbane Boys College, 7th of April. And they're urging you to please, if you are planning on going to the major championships there in Australia... Please go along to their website and organise your travel arrangements now if you haven't already. Now, I have to give a special shout out to, as I'm talking about things happening down under, a shout out to the New Zealand Police Pipe Band. Yeah! There you go. That's your embarrassing shout out. Shout out to New Zealand Police because they managed to pick up the win at the annual Jenny Mare Square Day in Palmerston North there in New Zealand this past weekend. Now, when I say they pick up the top spot, they lifted first place as well as lifting the best bass and the drumming title as well. So, not a bad day's work by the New Zealand Police. Now, we have the MSR run and the medley performance all up on the Rab Show Facebook page. Go and check them out, especially the medley performance for me, I thought was really fantastic. Um, Emma Conway, Pipe Major Emma Conway, of course, has done an incredible job there at New Zealand Police. 
and hey, starting off the New Zealand season, I think, on a very strong note. So, yeah, congratulations, New Zealand Police, and also shout out to Manawatu. You guys sound incredible as well. But yeah, I think it's going to be a real interesting season down there in New Zealand. So, yeah, great start for the New Zealand Police promising things to come so definitely go and check it out on the rab show page the performances are up there plus you can find recordings of other bands that were performing on the day definitely worth looking at someone really talented people there in new zealand that are yeah they probably could pipe their way out of any situation they're incredible definitely go and check them out now, I have to give a shout out to the Black Raven Pipe Band from Dublin and also the Pipes and Drums of the Police Service for Northern Ireland because they were in action this past couple of nights. Recently, Andre Ryu. Yeah, do you remember him? He's like this classical musician dude. He plays like a violin and he's like a, a big orchestra kind of conductor fella. You can tell how much I know about classical music by the way yeah Andre Ryu he has all these albums all around the world and he's all really famous and he has like a Christmas show that he puts on where a lot of classical music gets played and it's all you know Christmassy themed and all the rest well Black Raven Pipe Bands and the Pipes and Drums of the Pace and I were sharing a stage with him in the huge arenas so Black Raven of course were at the gig in Dublin and the Pace and I were at the gig here in the SSA Arena in Belfast so, by all accounts, the events and the performances by themselves were absolutely off the chain. They were incredible. I think it was a roaring success with standing ovations and everything. The crowd really loved the pipes and drums. So, if anything, it added a whole new element to the show. So, well done, guys. Congratulations. The photographs and some of the video footage that I've managed to see from the event looked incredible. Now... To describe it to you here in the podcast wouldn't do it justice, so please check it out on the Rab Show Facebook page, but I'll try and describe it to you. Basically, there's uh, women on the front row all playing violins, right? It's an orchestra, and they're playing a classical music piece. This woman gets up, and she's wearing a big blue ball gown. Now, it's a proper ball gown. It's huge. It looks extremely heavy. And she stands up with the violin in her hand, and you think, okay, she's going to give us like a violin solo or something, but no. The violin gets dropped, not dropped, but kind of set down, and suddenly up comes a set of Highland Pipes. And this lassie, standing there, in a big blue ball gown, starts playing Highland Pipes. And it's the most incredible thing on... I don't know, everyone just loses their mind. (laughs) You know, because it's a classical music concert, you know, everyone's enjoying this very twinkly, twinkly kind of music, and then all of a sudden, it's like, yes, come on! And then she breaks into Highland Cathedral. Now, I understand a lot of people love Highland Cathedral, and a lot of people hate it. It's one of those tunes, isn't it? It's kind of the marmite of the piping world at the minute. But yeah, she starts playing Highland Cathedral, the orchestra joins in behind her. It does sound amazing, to be fair. And then the pipe band marches on, and joins the whole thing and finishes the whole number of Highland Cathedral. It is incredible to watch. So definitely go and check it out. And shout out to the Pipes and Drums of the PSNI and the Black Raven. You guys were awesome. So there we go. Now, shout out for Thiepville Memorial. Yes, recently took a downgrade there. So Thiepville Memorial, what are they doing? Why are they in the piping news? Well, they're currently selling their drums. Yeah, for those of you who remember... Thiepville Memorial play like a red and silver 
fleck, kind of a sparkly kind of shell Premier drum. Now they're selling nine side drums, six tenors and a bass. And these drums are not too shabby. As you all know, Thiepville Memorial managed to compete there in grade two and get some pretty decent results with these things. So yeah, definitely worth a look. So all these drums have covers, apart from the bass drum, and all come in great condition. They're only four years old, apparently. They do say that it's a custom sparkle chrome finish, so mm, you're getting some pretty special drums here. And yeah, they're all for sale. You can grab them now. So if you are interested and your band does want to get a set of new drums, please contact their pipe major, Alison McKnight, via Facebook or, of course, through the band's social media. I think uh, Thiepville Memorial also have a Facebook page. You can contact them there for full details. So nine side drums, six tenors and a bass drum, all in a custom red sparkle chrome finish. Definitely worth a look. Yeah, so that's a shout-out if you do fancy buying your band a Christmas present. (laughs) Right. The St. Thomas Episcopal Pipe Band were recently in action, but not as you would expect. They recently announced that they had auditioned for this year's America's Got Talent competition. Now, whenever I first read this, I thought, really? A pipe band on a talent competition? And then as soon as I had said that to myself, I thought, why not? Why are more pipe bands not doing this? This is awesome! So, we have yet to hear how they've got on. We have not seen any kind of video footage or any kind of recording of it. But there is a photograph of the pipe band all standing there in front of the big Americans, America's Got Talent uh, backdrop. So, they were there and, man, I cannot wait to see this. I don't ever really watch talent competitions, low, like America's Got Talent, but over here we have Britain's Got Talent. I don't really watch them. They, they really kind of, yeah, they get on my nerves. <laughs> but, you know, I would love to see how St. Thomas Episcopal Pipe Band gets on. If anything, I would, you know, buzz them straight through or whatever you do to get them through to the next round or whatever, however it works. See, I don't really watch these things. But it made me think, then why don't more pipers and drummers take part in these events? If I'm correct... Now, you maybe, yeah, this could be something that Rob got wrong. But didn't the Chili Pipers start out on a competition like this? I think it could be completely wrong. But I think the Red Hot Chili's got their start on a show similar to Britain's Got Talent or something like that. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm really way off the mark here. But I don't know. Why aren't more Pipers and Drummers taking part in events like this? You know? Yeah. Why can't? Inverarian District, go on Britain's Got Talent. Here's Simon Cole, what do you think of this? <laughs> wow, I would love to hear what he'd think. Actually, you know, if a field marshal went in there, or shots, or... I don't know, I think it would be incredible, yeah, to, to, to see the reaction of these so-called celebs going, um... Yeah, I didn't like your strespay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think it's an awesome idea. So hats off to the St. Thomas Episcopal Pipe Band. I'm, yeah, I'm fascinated to see the results. I can't wait to see how this has went. So, I don't know. I'll throw it open to you guys. What do you think? Do you think more pipe bands should be doing this? You can email me in if you want. Let me know your thoughts. Show at gmail.com Okay. Dougie McKence, of course. I've been plugging his album now for this past while. It still hasn't left my car. It's been in that CD player now. It's replaced Field Marshal's Impact, actually, this past two, three weeks. So, 
if you haven't got a copy of his new album composed yet, where have you been and why haven't you got it yet? Because it's just incredible. At the moment, I think it's currently sitting at number three in the singer-songwriter charts on iTunes. So it's rocketing up the iTunes charts. People are buying it in their droves. Now, trust me, it's for a very good reason. This album is incredible. And it's one for piping fans. It's one for us, I suppose. But also, in a way, it's for non-piping fans as well. It's hard to describe. The music that he's composed and the music that he produces is very contemporary, but it's also very traditional. Definitely go and check this out. Please, if you haven't yet, go and pick up a copy at DoogieThePiper.com. You can go and get a copy there. And if you do order a CD or a hard copy of it, apparently you're in with the chance of getting a signed copy. Yeah, because if you order before Christmas, you have a chance of getting one with a signature sent to your direction. So that's kind of awesome. A little perk there. So, yeah, go and check it out. DoogieThePiper.com. Pick up a copy of Composed. Get it now. If you haven't yet, where have you been? You need this album! Grant. <laughs> also, on album news, Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton have finally announced that they're working on Symbosis 2. Yay! Now, apparently today, actually, they posted a couple of photographs on Twitter of them in the studio. Ooh, it's all sorts of awesome. And yeah, I can't wait. Apparently they've been working this last number of months getting material together and now they've finally got their backsides into the studio. So according to Ali Hutton's blog, he says, yes, it's finally time. We're back in the studio. We're making some bosses too. And they apparently they hope for a release by April. Yeah, so they're in the studio now in December. They hope the album will be ready for release in April. So... I will be watching with extreme interest because April is, of course, when they kick off their UK tour and when they've apparently hoped to launch a new line of merchandise, T-shirts and stuff like that. So, yeah, April, we could be getting our hands on some bosses too. We will keep you posted if we do hear any little clips or little teases like they've done with the last album they've done and... Oh man, the first Symbosis was so good and they won awards all over the place. Um, definitely, I can't wait for Symbosis too. It's going to be incredible. So, also a shout out to Ross Ainsley who has released a second solo album, Sanctuary. If you haven't checked it out yet, it really is worth a listen. Um, I finally got my hands on a copy there this week. And whenever he pegged it as being one continuous listen... Um, you know, where tracks don't get split up and it's supposed to be listened from start to end in its entirety. I thought you would get tired, you know. But no, it is a, it's a musical journey. It's really weird. I put the album on and then about 45 minutes later, the album finished. And I thought, that, that was insane. I need a cup of tea after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really incredible album, full of intense whistle playing in there. Of course, bagpiping, of course, because it's Ross Ainsley. Come on. Definitely worth a look. If you are a fan of the music of Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton, Ross, his latest album, Sanctuary, definitely worth a look. So you can go and pick that up as well. All I seem to be doing is plugging stuff. In fact, I might just do that, you know, 
for a future podcast, maybe coming up to Christmas, I'll give you recommendations for a gift list. What about that? Would you think that would be an idea? Yeah. Anyway, let's give a shout out to the Blackthorn Piping Society. Yes, they're in action tonight, December the 13th, in the Ulster Scots, Discover Ulster Scott Centre in Belfast. And their featured piper tonight is Chris Coyle from the Field Marshal. So expect some online videos of those performances. Yeah, posted tonight as I upload this podcast, December the 13th. So keep your eye on the Rab Show Facebook page and hopefully see some action from the Blackthorn Piping Society. Now, one last little bit of news. I know I've kept you for, I don't know how long now I've been recording. But, one last little bit of piping news dropped today. Apparently, we may not have a Scottish Championships in Dumbarton anymore. Mm. Now, I haven't fully read up on this story. I've only really had a couple of links set to me to two different newspapers. But apparently the district council in the area are having to make a considerable amount of financial cuts. Now, this involves actually firing staff who work for the council, as well as cutting some big events that happen locally. And one such big event that happens in Dumbarton? Yeah, you guessed it. The Scottish Championships. So, we may not have another Scottish Championship in Dumbarton. Now that, yeah, it really sucks. <laughs> because as much as it rains sideways at the Scottish every year, it is an incredible venue. And it's completely free, which is another thing. There's a huge big fun fair on for the kids. There's stalls all over the place. The bands themselves love the venue because it's really easy to get to. Tons of parking around it. You know, just a perfect venue, in my opinion. And it's always really well attended by local residents plus international people and everyone wanting to compete on the day for a major. It's just sad whenever you hear about news like this, whenever a district council could possibly be pulling their funding and in turn leaving the RSPBA without a venue for their Scottish Championships. So, mm, the, the RSPBA themselves haven't made a comment yet on it. I... Yeah, I'll be doing my little reporter thing and going to ask them possibly for a statement. You know we all love statements, but mm, interesting times because the RSPBA have announced that Dumbarton will be the venue for this year, 2018, and now we get the sudden news that it could be pulled. So if the venue does change, I'll let you know. Yeah, because at the minute it's in a weird little state of flux. This report came from two various different newspapers so if they're reporting it i feel safe enough and confident enough to be reporting it myself because there were two local newspapers uh from the area and hopefully they would know what the crack is that's going on in their district council but mm, until i hear actual confirmation from our own association the rspba as to where the scottish championships will be i'll reserve my judgment but mm, not good news i don't think but if anything, it could be an opportunity for a different place, a different venue to pick this up. Because the Scottish Championships is quite an awesome event. So, hey, who knows? There could be a chance for other venues to possibly pick this one up. So, but whether they'll do it as good as what Dumbarton... I don't know. Uh, Grant. Time to fly on. <laughs> That's your pipe and news for this week. Thank you to everyone who's emailed in as part of Listener Mail. If you do have any comments on any stories that we've talked about in the pipe and news this week, please do email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. But for now, it's time for me to go and grab a cup of tea. Yep, it's time for the topic of the week. 
LoneStarPiper.com, the little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and Highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. TwistedThistle.com. Owned and operated by world champion and gold medal winner bass drummer Mike Cole. Twisted Thistle bass drum mallets are one of the top performing bass stick brands in the world. Used by our current world champions in Vararian District Pipe Band. So check out TwistedThistle.com where you can find information on available models to buy, tuning videos, Skype drumming lessons, pipe band drum scores, pipe band drumming workshops, drum tech support, blah, just so much stuff. Check them out, TwistedThistle.com. Band Hub, promoting the pipe band scene since 2011. For all your news, results and performances, follow them on Facebook, Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from, make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography, so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07192314022. Yes, and for those of you who don't believe me that I actually do drink a cup of tea, I I tell you now, I know it's a visual thing, but here, look, see, yep, tea. Uh, Yeah, I'm pointing my microphone at a cup of tea. How weird am I? But this, there we go. (laughs) Time for the topic of the week. Now, I have to say, before we get kicked off in our topic of the week, uh, this is my own personal opinion. First of all, okay, now I precursor this with everything because I am very aware that us and the Big Rab Show are very heavily involved in social media. Yes, we're talking about pipe bands and social media. So, my own opinion can be tarnished a bit because I am involved in social media. You know, we do most of our live streaming via Facebook, we are on Twitter, and all of that sort of stuff. We do a lot of stuff on social media, so I guess. Eh, I don't know. I could be a bit biased and say that I think that social media is a good thing. But I can see the counter-argument to it and see that it can be damaging. So let's look at pipe bands and social media. Now this is a huge topic area. I'm not going to lie and think that I'm going to be able to cover everything in this one single podcast. Because I know this has got such incredible legs. We'll possibly revisit this time and time again. But I wanted to talk about pipe bands and their use of social media. I don't want to talk about their individual members and how they approach social media because we all know that could be a bit of a minefield. But I wanted to talk about the bands themselves. We all are aware that we are now in the Facebook age or the Twitter age or the social media age. 
Everyone has an Instagram account or a Snapchat or, a, you know, all these different things. So these are all new problems that bands are having to face now in the 21st century. And I say problems because a lot of bands actually see them as problems. They see them just as that. You know, trying to have a social media profile as well as try to, yeah, compete and do what pipe bands do. You know what I mean? Now, for instance, there are some bands out there that I think get it wrong. Yeah, I'm going to start on the negative first of all. We all know there are pipe bands out there who have their account set up on Facebook. I'm kind of being guarded and keeping... Yeah, cards close to my chest, but I'm not going to name names, okay? I know I can, but I'm not going to. So, (laughs) there are Facebook accounts out there that are associated with pipe bands, and they're not managed at all. Now, whoever is in that particular pipe band who set up that account, and they are given the job, right, you're our social media guy, you do our social media, you look after our Facebook page, you look after our Twitter page, That's your job. Okay? And the thing doesn't get updated at all. There's not a single post. There's no photos. There's no little video clips. There's nothing. If anything, the page is maybe used as like a group chat kind of thing. I am aware of a lot of bands that use the chat feature on their Facebook page or indeed their Twitter. And everyone just goes in there to see... What time they have to be at practice at? Or what time do we have to be for this parade? And what time is this concert at? What time you know, do we have to bring uniform? Or, do you know what I mean? So social media is a way of connecting with your audience. And a lot of bands don't see it. I, I guess they don't use it to its full capacity. And at the, as a result, they don't get the results from it. So they think, ah, stuff it. We're not going to use it. Now... I am aware I could be talking to a lot of people who would listen to the show who are very well clued up on social media. Because let's face it, we all have our own personal pages on social media. I have one myself. And yeah, of course we have the Big Rab Show Facebook page and all that sort of stuff. Now we are constantly on social media updating you guys about the news and views throughout the piping world. So we do what we can to pick up what we can online. And that's what makes it so hard whenever... Pipe bands are out there and we're dying to hear information about them, but yet we never see anything from them online. Sometimes it's really hard to get information from that particular band because there isn't any information forthcoming. The only way for you to get information on the band at all as to what they're up to is if you actually walk through the doors of their band hall and ask them, Hey, are you going to be doing a concert this year? Yeah, well, were you going to tell anybody? You know? Or is it a big secret? (laughs) I don't know. Hey, that's me possibly being a bit bitter now. But, yeah, there's been a lot of concerts and stuff like that that have sprung up and we're like, what? Where did this band come from? You know, I never heard about this event. And, yeah, just suddenly, boom, out of the blue, there they are on stage performing kicking butt and you're like wow come on if i had known about this i could have went to it and i could have told my mates and we all could have went and you know seen it but mm, it is what it is social media sometimes can be managed pretty badly also the flip side of the coin the bad side of social media can be 
possibly oversaturation as well. Now, I mean this in the best possible way, but some people on social media, you know, some pipe bands, I should say, on social media go to the other extreme where they're posting maybe 15, 16 statuses every weekend and it's just full of selfies. You know, you're noticing the same guy in every selfie, so you know that that's their social media guy. And all he's doing is running around the beer tent, taking selfies with people and putting it up on the band Facebook page. Now, I'm not pointing fingers, I'm not saying who the band is, but I'm sure you all know who I could, could be talking about. Because, yeah, this band's are really, really active on social media. And I mean insanely active on social media, <laughs> especially during the competition season, whenever selfies, 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 selfies. It's just crazy. And it's always the same dude. But hey, there we go. I, I guess there is a happy medium. You can announce your concert, announce your fundraising, you know, tell people there's band practice on, you're looking for new members or whatever, or, yeah, the band will be competing this weekend. And a few little photographs from practice, spoilers every now and again with a little video clip, perhaps, you know, it was always good to hear the band. Plus then, on the weekend itself, you know, a little clip or a little photograph or just something to keep the social media ticking over. Because, let's talk about the positive Okay, and I've talked about the negative of how some bands can get it wrong. You can either not give us anything or you can maybe give us too much. Let's talk about the bands that get it right. Yes, now, thankfully, there are quite a number of these bands who do get it right. Now, one band in particular who gets a nomination every year are the Las Vegas Pipe Band. Yes! The guys of the Las Vegas Pipe Band, I love their social media feed. These guys are all over YouTube, and if you haven't caught their YouTube videos yet, where have you been? The Las Vegas Pipe Band's YouTube uh, channel is just incredible. Plus, they upload all those videos onto their Facebook page as well. Plus, they have the Twitter as well. So, as they produce these videos for their online content, they're throwing it out there on their social media as well now it's not done in a fashion where it's oversaturation you're maybe getting one video maybe every three two three weeks so it's not like you know here's a saturday here's 15 different selfies it's <laughs> you know it's one post and it's you know it's a funny video or it's an interesting video or something like that and yeah, it's done right. Plus, when the, the Las Vegas Pipe Band are doing a, a concert or something like that, or a bit of fundraising, there's an advertisement there to tell you when it is, where it is, and stuff like that. Now, thankfully, a lot of bands do it correctly as well. Like, there was Shots and Dykehead had an amazing online campaign whenever they were uh, announcing their their Rise concert. Yeah, the big concert before the Worlds there this past year. There was advertisements for that everywhere, which was great to see. And if anything, Shots are very good at their social media, as well as Boghall. Boghall and Bathgate were also equally great on their social media, where I think maybe a year ago, a couple of years ago, they had an online web series where they uh, had a camera at their band practice and they interviewed various members throughout the season and talked about how the band was going and what where they hoped to go next and all it was all really interesting stuff you know the behind the scenes stuff with bands can be really incredibly interesting and that was one particular a uh, couple of seasons actually where Boghall got it incredibly right it was fascin fascinating watching this if anything you were waiting for the next video to drop because as soon as one went bing you go oh right well, yeah, I have to watch the next one now. Come on. So, yeah, 
kudos to the guys who get it right. Now, I'm not saying it all has to be video. No, photographs is simply enough. There, for instance, Inverarian District and Field Marshal Montgomery, those guys know how to do social media. When the band, or if the band, wins a prize, they announce the prize on their social media, along with a photograph of the pipe major, or whoever it is, lifting the trophy. And it's all very tastefully done. And a lot of people have somewhere then to go where they can wish them congratulations. Or, on the flip side, if they have a concert coming up, or something like that that they're doing to try and fundraise for a particular event, or anything like that, then they have the social media available, and they can advertise it on there. And that's exactly what they do. Those bands are our grade one giants, and yes, they do use social media to their advantage. You know, they use it as like an advertising tool for things coming up. Whenever the Field Marshal, for instance, were releasing Impact as a CD album to download and to buy in hard copy, that was all over Facebook. It was everywhere. In fact, they actually ran a few competitions, I believe, to, to get a copy for free. You know, like and share and all that sort of stuff, which was brilliant to see. You know, Field Marshal Montgomery embracing the social media machine and, yeah, getting it right. So... As much as I talked about earlier about bands possibly getting it wrong, there are, yeah, so many bands getting it right, I have to say. Now, this doesn't include, whenever I'm talking about pipe bands in social media, that doesn't include ourselves, the Pipe Band Hub, Whiskey and Tartan, all of it, you know, We Love Pipe Bands, Loud Pipes, Visual Media, all of us people who are commentary who we comment on the piping world. We report it and we present it to you guys, the piping folk. So we're not associated with any particular band. So we've nothing really essentially to promote. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're not selling you an album of our latest concert. But yeah, we are there for commentary. So in a way, me commenting on social media to begin with is kind of hypocritical because I, yeah. I don't know. Do I get it completely right on the Big Rab Show? I disagree. I don't think so. Sometimes I do believe we do go into overkill sometimes, especially in Throwback Thursday, uh, whenever we upload uh, old video clips from bands back in the day. Sometimes I do get carried away. And yeah, I just, I'm enjoying myself too much. I love doing that every week. I trawl through YouTube and other various websites to try and find old recordings of pipe bands. And yeah, I do admit, I do get carried away and possibly sometimes I do upload too many and start annoying people. But I, I don't know, I'm enjoying myself. (laughs) But yeah, as much as I was talking about pipe bands in social media, There are us commentators, I suppose, on the piping world. And sometimes we can get it right and sometimes also we can get it wrong as well. And if anything, I throw the door open to you guys. If there is anything that we are doing on social media that you do believe is a giant pain in the posterior, please get in contact with us. Tell us that it's annoying. Um, Because... Obviously, we get a load of nice messages saying how awesome the show is, how we're doing really well, how great it is. But at the same time, we want to improve. So I guess with me talking about pipe bands on social media, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help bands possibly look at how they're managing their social media and to possibly improve it. Now, the reason why I would like bands to improve their use of social media is... Basically to help further what we do. We are living now in an internet age. Everything is based on how we interact, you know, 
both personally, uh, socially, and online as well. You know, it's all a massive area. So I guess with reference to the Las Vegas Pipe Band, they are using social media as a recruitment tool, which is incredible. It's the best idea, and if anything, proves to be really popular. There are a lot of people who are attracted to go and play with the Las Vegas Pipe Band simply as a result of watching their cool videos. You know, they're showing the fun side of the piping world, you know, with lots of little quirky jokes and stuff, and it's a really hilarious channel. It's really, again, another plug. But go and check it out. They are showing the fun sides of piping and drumming. Definitely worth a look. And they are attracting people to the piping world and going, what is this cool thing you guys are doing over here? I think, yeah, I'm going to want to try this. You know, so definitely worth a look. There are other pipe bands out there as well who use social media quite regularly to advertise for players. People come along, we're running lessons, we'll teach you, all of that sort of stuff. So that to me is social media done right. You know, if your band needs players, advertise it on social media. Tell people if you're throwing a concert, tell people, put a big advertisement up on Facebook or Twitter. It doesn't cost you anything. But it really makes all the difference because so many people will see it. Also, if you're doing anything at all with your pipe band, if you're playing on a street corner, if you're going to be, I don't know, washing cars to raise money, anything, promote it. You know, tell us about it. You know, don't have us thinking that you're sitting there in a band hall all night twiddling your thumbs. You know, tell us that you're out there and active in your community. Tell us that you're out doing things. You know, you're not just all in there sitting listening and playing six eights all night. You know, pipe bands are supposed to be live and vibrant things. And if we don't show people what we're doing, then how can people kind of get involved in what we do? So, that being said, please... Try to improve the social media game in the piping world. I'm talking to you pipe bands, men and women, who could possibly be managing social media accounts. Don't get me wrong, I'm not talking to all of you, okay? I'm only talking to a few of you. Because, yes, most of us in the piping world do get it right. Because, yeah, that is pretty awesome. There are a lot of really great accounts out there. You can go and check out your heart's content. Now, that's it for the piping topic of the week this week (laughs) thank you everyone for tuning in and i would like to know your thoughts on social media and pipe bands now i'm talking about specifically pipe bands not individuals yet i'm sure we'll possibly revisit this and talk about uh, band members yeah because that's a very gray area altogether anyway we'll talk about that on a future podcast possibly but i would like to know your thoughts on social media and the piping world please do email me in big grab show at gmail.com. Please do get in contact with us. We would love to hear from you. Right. We're rolling forward into the holiday season. So maybe next week I'll do a bit of a Christmas list. So if you do have any particular purchases that you received as a gift at, during the holidays, definitely. And you th- get in contact with me. Let me know what you thought was an amazing gift. Or if you have a particular purchase that you want to get yourself. Uh, yeah. Let us know and we will read it out on listener mail and say, uh, you need to buy Jackie some new corks because he lost all his uh, and a drone reed protector or a chanter protector thing. What do you call them things? I see. I'm a drummer. I don't know. And oh, I, I, Bobby needs new snares. New snares. There you go. Right. <laughs> Rab, you're losing the plot. What's in this tea? Right. <laughs> <coughs> okay. 
I am out the door. Guys, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Shout out to our amazing patrons. If you haven't yet, please check out our Patreon page and click that support button and help support what we do here on the show. Until next week, I am out the door. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible World Championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current World Champions in Vararian District. Until next time guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. All the best.